Traffic on Sky Sports Radio. Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on this Thursday here on Sky Sports Radio. Back again for another edition and we're looking forward to a busy few days upcoming ahead of a bumper Saturday night of harness racing right around the grounds but with particular interest held at Albion Park for what is another night of their Constellations Carnival. We're really getting to the pointy end of things now. A few Group 1s, a Sunshine Sprint, the Golden Girl. There's also a $150,000 APG feature where favouritism is held by a New South Wales trained runner. We also have a Trotters event, some very good three-year-olds doing battle amongst several other key races. So looking forward to that this Saturday night. We're about to discuss it in a little bit more depth with Cam Hart. Firstly, though, a recap of last night's racing at Bathurst. Nathan Turnbull continued on his dream run. He was able to bring home a, a treble in the bike, two of which were from his own stable. And Justin Reynolds also had a few on the card as well, so he had a, a good night at the office uh, at Bathurst last night. As mentioned, uh, we head to Albion Park on Saturday night, but before then, Penrith this evening, eight races there, the first getting underway at 6.17. A very busy day tomorrow. There's upwards of nine harness racing venues tomorrow in uh, across Australia, three of which are from New South Wales. Wagga tomorrow afternoon with eight. And then we look forward to Newcastle and Parks, both racing in the nighttime slot before Menangle takes centre stage in the home state on Saturday night with the Garrard's stylish Memphis Stakes as the feature. But as I mentioned, Albion Park on Saturday night is going to hold much of our attention. And this man is going to be in attendance with a few very good chances in the key feature races. That's New South Wales Premier Drive. Cam Hart, and he's been kind enough to find some time for us this morning. Good morning, Cam. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Morning, Rick. A busy few days upcoming for you, so we'll get stuck straight in, and we'll start off with Penrith tonight, where uh, you head to with a strong book, as would be expected. You kick off in the opener with Franco Forza, a horse that's just won the two races, but has found himself in some tougher company at his last few starts, and I thought his efforts through that New South Wales bred series were, were quite okay, and his run last time out at Menangle was quite good as well, so he should appreciate this style of race. It's the same series once more, but he's getting closer to another win yeah i really like this horse Freddie. um he shows a good turn of foot and yeah, he's probably down in grade a little bit in this heat to what it was last series so yeah i like the draw for him as well he doesn't have to do too much work early and uh, hopefully use his speed late ultimate ad looks a tough ass from the outside of the second row draw at the short course in race number two we move across to race number four rum delight back in the winner's circle last time out this old fella continues to race really well and the time was quite solid last time you weren't aboard but it was still an impressive enough run and he's now won five races this season he's in great form yeah he's just a consistent little horse and last start they run along for the 2100 which usually suits him he can sort of be found flat-footed a little bit if they sit up and sprint home. But, um, yeah, if something similar happens again, he's got a nice little trail and draw there, so he's always there about. Bell River Kids in good form, but we'll go around at a, a big price in the next race. I guess he, he can't do a lot more than he's doing presently. The uh, downside tonight is a barrier draw. Yeah, the barrier draw makes it tough over a mile, but, um, yeah, he's still got to be in with a shot. He's uh, had a bit of a break and... Took a little bit to get fit, but his last couple of runs have been really good. So 
you know, the speed on, he's not going to be too far away. Race number seven, you've got Gina Del Rey again, a, a pretty horrible barrier draw out there outside of the second at the short course. There is a scratching, but do you give this filly any chance? She's, um, I guess her numbers at her last few don't look too flash, but she also hasn't had the best of racing luck either. Yeah, she's probably as good as anything in this race. It's quite even, but um, the draw really hurts her and she might need to be driven for a bit of luck tonight. All right, and in the last, Dat Lovely, your first drive aboard this horse. So I guess it's a little hard to uh, give us too much insight, but no doubt you've had a look at her recent Riverina form and uh, it doesn't look too bad at all. She was beaten a little way last time out, but the barrier draw looks strong and I would assume that you'll be heading forward and trying to take luck out of the equation. Yeah, she looks really hard to beat in this race, drawn where she is. And, uh, yeah, she's probably been knocking on the door pretty well from her first start onwards. She's run five places from eight starts. So hopefully she can break through tonight. It looks a good race for her. Is she your best chance tonight, or is there another amongst them that you're heading to uh, the races with a, a little more confidence surrounding? Yeah, she looks the best, uh, I would say. Probably race one as well, Franco Fours. I know that horse a little better, and I think it'll be pretty hard to beat as well. All right, looking to bookend the card tonight at Penrith. Then you're going to head back to the Sunshine State and you're coming up a day early to partner up with your old mate Majestic Cruiser tomorrow afternoon at Albion Park. Uh, you would have been watching him with interest in his two local runs. We know he's a horse that always uh, builds through a preparation and his last start effort, he went to the line pretty unlucky. So can he uh, get back into the winner's circle tomorrow afternoon? Cruiser, he's been such a good horse to you and I'm sure that you'd love for him to run a great race to make Maybe try and force his way into a Blacks of Hate to defend his title. Yeah, he's been such a super horse and probably what we've found in the last couple of seasons, he just takes a little bit once he has a break to get back to his best. But yeah, um, last start looked quite promising. He, he seemed to do it quite well and not really get a crack at him late. So uh, he gets back into a race where hopefully he can show his best. What about Typo? You've seen a lot of him in recent times at Menangle. He's had uh, the six or seven starts since coming across from New Zealand. What's your opinion of him? Because he looks your major threat tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, he's a really nice horse. He seems to be quite versatile as well. Um, he's got a little bit of gate speed and he's also got a really good turn of foot and can be quite dangerous, driven cold. So um, probably on Friday, looks like Brad will probably take the bull by the horns a little bit and try and dictate from the front end. But yeah, he seems to be a really top horse and um, he's probably trying to force his way into a couple of the bigger races as well. Yeah, an intriguing contest tomorrow afternoon, a good quality race on that card. And we'll focus in now on Saturday night. Before we, In fact, before we look ahead to this Saturday night, just a reflection on last Saturday evening, you were able to take out the open class feature with Swayze. Uh, he must be really impressing, impressing you, this horse. Of course, the older half-brother to leap to fame. Uh, he looks a, a really strong chance of making his presence felt in the Blacks of Fake next week. Are you of the same opinion? Do you, do you believe that he's up to these top-class horses because he's come a long way in a short time? Yeah, I believe he is, Brad. Um, obviously, I had a few uh, answers, uh, questions to answer, but... Um... I think he did that on Saturday, uh, racing up in grade. And to win the way he did, um, you know, he's got such good strength. And I think the 2600 is going to suit him down to the ground. So, yeah, I'd love to get a good draw with him. Uh, they'll definitely know he's there. Yeah, it's going to be really intriguing. Uh, I guess the back storyline as well with him being the uh, half-brother of Leap to Fame. There's a lot of comparisons to draw. And now, intriguingly, they hold that 2100-metre track record 
uh, for the mobile there at Albion Park between them, which is quite quirky. Saturday night, you're going to head to Albion Park and you have a very solid book. You start off in race number one. Uh, with Bubba Scrub, who has an inside second row draw, your first drive aboard this guy. But Nurano goes around in race number two. He's got an inside draw, and he was pretty unlucky last week. So he's a horse that looks perfectly suited from this gate. Yeah, I was super happy with his run. That was the first time I got to sit behind this horse, but showed a pl- plenty of turn of foot late and was a bit unlucky not to get out earlier and probably give the leader a bit of a shake. Um, but... Yeah, draw looks perfect. He's got good gate speed, so we can put him wherever we want. Race number three, you partner up with Ricky Elton aboard Freddie Singh. He looks a, a good chance from a nice gate there. Then we move over to the feature races, and uh, I would assume you are trying to tune into the barrier draw on Tuesday afternoon for Brave You, Kelly. I spoke with Jack Trainer yesterday morning, and I guess initially when you come up with gate number eight, that's all well and good, but you must have been eagerly awaiting to see who drew in front of you, and it probably looks a perfect scenario. Yeah, I thought that. I was obviously driving at Menangle and didn't get to see the, the draw live, but um, yeah, I was pretty. Someone told me I drew eight, which I wasn't real happy about, but when I went and had a look at the field and seen what drew one, I got a little happier after that. It seems to have some good gate speed and has been really good since it's come to Australia, so. Yeah, hopefully they get out and want to hold the front. She's had a, a few tough enough runs this preparation, so you wouldn't expect fitness to be any concern with Brave You, Kelly. She looked very, very good last Saturday night, though. The sectional times made it nine impossible, but she ran a really bold race. So you must be very happy with where she's at. Yeah, super happy. I come back uh, pretty pleased and said to Jack, I don't think she could be any better uh, the way she went last Saturday, so... Um, yeah, she was unbelievable first up and second up. I think that just took the toll on her a little bit and she felt a little flat, but yeah, she definitely felt back to her best last week. So she's going to be very dangerous in this race. I remember speaking to you late last year about this mare when you'd linked up with her and you said that she was probably a better mare off cover at that point in time, but due to her dominance, she's been forced to be driven uh, pretty strongly ever since then, even in uh, the QE2 when she was able to win, she did such a lot of work. So have we forgotten, I guess, the high speed that this mare does possess? Because I guess probably back then you would have thought this is perfect since she's had to do a lot of work, but she definitely has to get up and go if, if she gets a right run on Saturday night, doesn't she? Yeah, certainly. I still probably think that, even though it probably seems silly because she did so much work in that Queen Elizabeth uh, and went 49 mile in front. But, um, yeah, she's she's definitely very dangerous from cover. And, uh, unfortunately, that's not the way you can drive her all the time. But uh, this time we'll probably have to, and I think you'll see her best. I'm sure between now and Saturday night you'll do more work on gate speeds and speed maps. But your initial thought, do you think Manhattan, from what you've seen so far, has enough speed to hold a mare maybe like Fairy Tinkerbell drawn to a direct outside? Yeah, like you said, I'll probably have to look into it a bit more. But I think, um, you know, from what I've seen so far, I think Manhattan will hold on the bit. Um, seemed to come, come out of neck in front of everything the other day. It's just been very unlucky with barrier draws. Where it's had to have a couple of tough runs, but um, yeah, I think it's got the barrier where they'll probably want to use it this week. 
And intriguingly speaking to Greg O'Connor as well, who knows Manhattan probably uh, better than any of us across this side of the ditch, has said that she's a mare that enjoys rolling along. So that must uh, work to Brave You Kelly's favour as well. They won't want to be turning it into a sit-sprint affair, as I'm sure it won't be for $150,000. And in the Garrard Sunshine Sprint, speaking of good barrier draws, better zip it, gate number one. We know he's such a great front runner. Is that the plan on Saturday night to try and take them all of the way? It's a it's a great race. It's going to be a super contest, but we know he's a dynamic horse when he finds a front. Yeah, I think that'll be the plan. I haven't spoke to Jace, but um, yeah, I'd imagine that'll be the what we'll be uh, aiming to do. And he's such a good horse, and um, you know he seemed to be nearly back at his best at Redcliffe last start. So hopefully, if he just improved a little bit off that, he'll be thereabouts. I spoke to you before the Rising Sun last week. You were aboard my ultimate, Ronnie, and you mentioned uh, the word a little scary around leap to fame. Do you feel more concerned or uh, this week do you think is a week that maybe he could be a little bit vulnerable after what he was able to do last Saturday night? It was quite astonishing. But why gates at short course racing can be great levelers. What do you think about leap to fame now, another race down the road? Yeah, he's um, just a dead set champion, to be honest, and he still scares me. But it's a whole different ball game this week. Um, you know, he's even though he's been so good, and uh, you know, he might be still hard to beat. I'm sure he will be, but uh, he's stepping up in grade again to the big boys. And mile racing is completely different to you know having to race that sort of horse over a trip. So uh, it might take him a little bit more to get into the race, and he's probably going to have to go sub fifty uh, with a tough trip. So. We'll probably roll the dice, and I know my horse is good enough on his day, so, um, yeah, we're going into it pretty confident. I guess this is a hard question to answer, but is your horse capable of going a 49-mile at Albion Park? Because that looks likely, as you mentioned. The the track record's 49-2. and two. He's gone 48-6 and six at, at Menangle. You know Albion Park well. Is he that sort of horse that he can sustain a really quick mile rate and how quick do you think he can go on Saturday night if he has to? Yeah, he's definitely a type of horse um, that I get plenty of confidence in being able to run a quick mile. So, yeah, like you said, he went 48 at Menangle jogging um, just before we took him to Perth. So he's uh, certainly suits the mile racing and I think, you know, a 49 mile would be out of the out of the question uh, for better zipper. And quickly before we move on from him as well, I guess he hasn't been a horse that's ever had to really be burnt off the gate he's quite often worked to the front or in the nullarbor he uh stayed out of the early burner and then made his mid-race move how much gate speed do you think that he has because it's not an extremely quick front line there's no turn it up there but blacks the dance will push forward you would expect magnificent storm to go forward expensive ego leaped fame hot and treacherous you would think they all have to get forward at some point in time, but if he's really queried early on, does he give you the feel that he has that explosive gate speed if he needs it? Yeah, he definitely does. Um, probably just circumstances with each run he's had. I've had to drive him different each time, but um, yeah, he's definitely got the gate speed. He, he probably showed that uh, his first first win down in Melbourne. I come out under the bit and, and held everything. Um, yeah, probably the front line doesn't look overly quick to me, to be honest. Um, I think probably the three big gate speed horses are all drawn on the back line, which is definitely going to help.
Yeah, no doubt. No doubting that. Mac Dan turn it up, Spirit of St. Louis. Uh, but they will all be dangerous if this race is run at a genuine clip, which you expect it to be. Who's your best chance of, of taking home a Group 1 on Saturday night, Cam? You have two excellent chances with Bravey Kelly and Better Zip It. Do you hold a lot of confidence around both of them? Yeah, I'm definitely uh, very confident with both, especially after the barrier draws. Um, you know, we've seen over this carnival, it's a big advantage to be on the fence and uh, yeah, that's probably where both of our runners are going to be. So, uh, yeah, definitely coming into both races, very confident. Excellent stuff. Well, they're two top races there on Saturday night amongst a, a great undercard as well. Really appreciate your time this morning, Cam. A, a busy few days upcoming for you and leading towards the Blacks of Eight next Saturday night as well, where I'm sure that you're going to hold a, a really strong book of drives there also. Best of luck, and uh, here's hoping you can bring home another New South Wales victory. Yeah, thanks, Brute. Appreciate it. Cam Hart joining us this morning. Of course, he sits atop the table when it comes to uh, the driving premiership in New South Wales. A, a clear lead over Will Rickson and Josh Gallagher, but he's going to be spending a little more time over the next 10 days in Queensland uh, with feature race success on his mind. And he's driving uh, two very, very strongly favoured runners in those uh, two Big-time Group 1 features on Saturday night. Brave you, Kelly, and better zip at horses that he's experienced great success on in the past, and he'll be looking to continue that. So that's Saturday night at Albion Park. 11 races there, and if you can't get trackside, Sky Racing Active will have full and comprehensive coverage of the entire meeting, and Sky Thoroughbred Central will be joining the fold uh, from races five onwards as well. Really looking forward to that. And, of course, here on Sky Sports Radio, all bases will be covered. Penrith tonight, the first getting underway there at 6.17. That's our card of racing in New South Wales for today.